Hello and welcome to Casual Conversations hosted by a mediocre person, the only show on the internet that asks the big questions, such as what is love life? When do these anime girls transform into their final forms? And if you think Rin is the best girl, then you Nico Nico need Jesus. As always, my name is Mr. Mediocre, and I'm going to be the host for your podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about love life, idols, and all things cute. Joining me for today are two very special guests. My first guest is Talia Fox, a cosplay veteran of over 10 years and a Love Live member from Staluna here in Western Australia. Staluna is a Perth-based group of cosplayers who love to dance and have fun. They perform dances from anime, but hope to expand to J-pop, K-pop, and the like. But for Talia, when she's not entertaining others within her trope, you can find her at Will of the Cosplay Online, where she shows off her own independent cosplay outfits and shoots. My second guest tonight is Darcy, another cosplayer and Love Life member, but from the group Palettes. Palettes is a cosplay and performance group from Perth comprising of nine core members, and they have a goal of trying new things and showcasing their love for cosplay and the Love Live series where the story began. When she's not performing on stage, you can follow her at Magical Girl Cosplay where she posts her independent shoots. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Let's start with some easy questions. Okay. How has 2020 been treating you both? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucked. Uh, Not that bad, really. Because my my job's just... I've done nothing and I've been on JobKeeper, so... uh, Oh, okay. So you're the one that uh, I've been paying with all of my taxes. All right, cool, cool. I work in a hospital. Hey. Oh. Wow, what a polar extreme. Yeah, that's Fucked. not fun. How has things in the hospital been for the past, like, two or three months when things in WA especially have been, like, easing up? Um, well, I think people have just kind of forgotten about COVID, to be honest. <laughs> Feels it's like, like that. Four, we've got a four in an elevator rule, mm-hmm. and then, like, six people come in and you're like, Oh, no. No. <laughs> Get out. Because I know Get a lot out. of places are doing that nowadays where, like, there's technically the national rules, but Australia's mm. like, well, WA especially is like, nah, we're good. 1.5 metres, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as I sort of did with the quick intro, from your own definitions, how would you guys describe or how would you sell what love life is? I'm going to correct you and say it's love live. L-I-V-E. That's, I have it written down as love live. But for the past three years, I've always called it love life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I mean, it's better than love live, I suppose. Yeah. People say love live. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, that's gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, how would you guys describe it in your own words? Uh, is trash the wrong word? <laughs> I mean, it's a good kind of trash. Yeah, it's a good it's kind, a kind of, of trash. trash you'd take home to mom. But yeah, <laughs> you, you dress. <laughs> You dress up. You're this isn't like a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> you look at yourself I in the mirror before you leave the house and you're like, I'm trash. And then you go out and spread it to the world. Okay. We um, like littering, apparently. <laughs> um, so, uh, with each of the Love Lives, uh, they have their own cast, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just so happens that both of you happen to be the exact same character. You both are both Eli, Eli, uh, Ayasa, Aya, <laughs> Eli, Ayase. This hurts. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ellie Ayase. That one, yes. Yes. Uh, so, for that particular character, can he... It's okay, she's Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Is she? If it makes you feel better, yes. Yeah, oh, she's... fuck. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take any picture at this point. Um, so, individually, <laughs> how would you go about describing this character and why you chose them? It actually started as friends getting a love live group together and me being like, I like dancing, I like cosplaying, and they were like, cool, be this character. And I was like... But do they yeah, all done. sing and dance, though? 
But yes. But if you've got eight members and you're the ninth member and that's what you get blessed upon you. Yeah, I mean, oh. I wasn't even. One of my friends was just like, yeah. this character would suit you. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then I guess the more I learned about it, I just, yeah, liked her. She's more serious than some of the other characters. Okay. Um, and she's not ridiculously over-happy like Hanukkah. I think I just really hate Hanukkah. Um, <laughs> hate that and Ellie's like the opposite <laughs> of that, so... Okay, cool. Darcy, what about you? Um, I actually hated Ellie at first. Ooh. Blasphemy. The first couple of episodes of the series. I was oh, like, yeah, you yeah, yeah. little yeah. bitch. I, I had been and given then, this character before. Yeah. So I had watched anything. And and then she kind of like, we, she, you get her focus episode and you see why she's kind of like pushing for them not to do this. She's a professional dancer. I'm not a professional dancer. Um, but she doesn't want to see them fail. Okay. And that's like a big part of like her character arc is she's just, she wants to watch everyone succeed, but doesn't want to watch them fail. And so she's trying to protect them. And So she's like the character that's... She's the mum. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's big mum energy. Okay. Okay. And apparently that is also my role in palettes <laughs> is big mum energy. That is actually so. very true. <laughs> the amount of times I've interacted with palettes as a whole, and it's always been you. That's why yeah. I said to you before, like, you are the three face, of us, basically. Three of us have access to the emails, and I'm the only one that does. Well, actually, I lied. The other girls do reply to emails sometimes. Sometimes. When I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's probably a better way. Oh, and I love, I, from love I love them very much. We have the problem where everyone has access to it and everyone's like, someone else do it, please. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with this. Um, so with the idol groups themselves, how did you both get into it originally? I guess I had a bunch of friends, yeah, that wanted to put together a Love Live group and have it as an ongoing thing. Because I think a lot of times they, you try and get nine girls together for a song and a dance, which requires, like, so many hours of practice beforehand. And in a normal, like, built one-time-only cosplay group, it just doesn't really happen. And so okay. it fell through so many times that they were like, we're putting together a group, this is happening, like, ongoing practices, ongoing conventions. Let's actually have this happen. So um, it's fallen through several times for you? Uh, it fell through once, and then I guess my previous dance group fell apart as well. So kind of twice. <laughs> Okay. We got there in the end. Interesting. I'll, I'll bring that topic back <laughs> up in, in a moment. But what about you, Tirza? How did you get into it? Um, I kind of fell into it. I had a friend message me and go, hey, we're doing a Love Live group and we need an Ellie. Are you okay with it? Like, And I'm like, I mean, I guess. Because I, <laughs> I only thought it was going to be cosplay at that point. I didn't realise that they had a full intention of dancing and I... I'm one of the most uncoordinated people on the planet. I'll trip over my own feet walking, like, on flat. I feel that. I, so for me, like, when they're like, oh, yeah, am I going to learn this dance? And I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. With that said, then, for someone who stumbles over flats, um, what does it take to actually be a Love Life member, aside from falling over, apparently, and committing to... Long hours. Determination. Yeah. You, definitely you've commitment. You want it. Like, you know, you can be as, like, oh, I really love Love Live as much as, like, the next dude, but, like, you've got to actually be determined to sit there and be like, hey, I'm going to learn this dance and I'm going to perform this dance and I'm going to make the costume. And it yep. takes a lot of, like, committing. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, 
everyone sees us on stage and he's like, oh my God, that's amazing without really seeing all the grueling hours and like the late tears nights. And the blood. And yep, that went on blood. behind the scenes. Jesus Christ. Oh, sewing's a hard time, my dude. Yeah. Okay, so you need to, because I know there's something about with you guys is you guys make your own costumes, mm. don't you? Mm-hmm. So would you need to have any sort of sewing practice before getting into this? No, a lot of groups actually buy costumes. Oh, yeah. okay. That's probably the easier way to go, but we yeah. just hate ourselves. Uh, <laughs> we've definitely bought at least one costume set beforehand. I don't think Palettes has bought just... any. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we should. <laughs> when Feels it's like, like it. yeah, something small or just like our huge conventions we want to go all out for, but stuff in between that's just kind of little. We're like, you know what? Let's just save money and time and yeah. buy these ones. <laughs> like, we'll stick rhinestones on them, like dress them up a little. But yeah, it's so much easier buying them. Mm, okay. Um, when it comes to performance day, like you've done your hours of practice and rehearsing, you've got your outfits. I know that when you guys do your thing, you guys tend to have a lot of backing tracks mm. for your actual performances themselves. Have you ever done, or do you know anyone that does any sort of live performances with actual singing, not just the Japanese background music? Yeah, there's a whole oh, heap yeah. of them over East. Yep, I yep. don't think we have any in Perth that I'm aware of, but I know over East there's a whole heap of groups that do live, like yeah. Amuse off the top of my head, Amuse. Uh. Um, Muse, I think, do some of their own. So in that case, um, because you said that there's a couple of groups over east, mm. do you guys follow a lot of other idol groups, whether it be interstate or even internationally? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What ones would you recommend? Or who do you particularly follow? All of them. <laughs> I would recommend anyone, anyone who has the resolve to turn around and get up on stage and dance deserves to be followed. Yep. Okay. Um, like... That, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, like, I want to say... It's hard. <laughs> Amuse was probably one of the first ones I followed mm. and who I'm most familiar with. Yeah. AGS also, I mean, they performed in Perth not that long ago. Yeah. Amuse definitely were one of the starting blocks for me and actually wanting to do it. Like, yep. I had yep, a yep. big mental breakdown when I realised that we were going to be dancing. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. And then, like, watching, like, Amuse's performance in there, Ellie, um, Kate, and just watching her just glow. And I'm like... I want to be like that. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. for me, that was a big, like, I can do this. Like, I want to be like Kate. Because so. I know that um, with that idea, because I follow uh, a cosplayer called Punzi. Yeah, I love Punzi. Yeah, I love her so much. And uh, She's an angel. When it came to Ellie's birthday, she mm. actually did a bunch of different photos of various cosplayers playing Ellie, and I think yours propped up in that one as well. Wow, nice. Yeah, there you go. So you're making <laughs> your name into Zate. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, get Punzi a few knows li- who I am. Um okay, so with your performances themselves, because you both started your careers in your idol groups since two thousand and seventeen, I believe. You both started in the same year. So yes. we'll have a talk about the we conflict. We were the very tail end of that. We're lucky yeah. to have made it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Why? December 17th is our oh. technical anniversary. Oh, wow. So. Why'd you get in so late? Um, like, well, we yeah, wanted to... You... S- we actually, like, create... It's, that marks the day that we created our Instagram page. Right. And so we started announcing girls from the 1st of January um, and kind of rolled into the new year like that. Um, but we're marking it with that because obviously we'd been a group before, mm. but we had no social presence. So that, that social presence is what we're marking. Okay. So were your performances then over the past three years, maybe even two and a half, if we exclude 2020. <laughs> um, what I wouldn't is... exclude 2020. I wouldn't write it all off. 
Uh, I mean, Palance has done a lot. Still Luna writes off 2020. Oh, <laughs> we've done absolutely nothing. Japan first. Don't oh, say we, you did absolutely oh, nothing. Did. Excuse me. How God, did you forget that... your one performance of the year? That was a lifetime ago. Oh I know, my God. right? It feels like it was in 2019. <laughs> it does. It actually does. Um, what would you say then after your three years? Okay, we'll, we'll round up. Um, what would you say has been your best performance or experience? And then what has been your worst? Oh, God. Oh, God. I would have to say the best was probably our first performance um, in, what would that be, uh, Madfest 2017 um, Mm -hmm. in March because it it was the first time we performed as a group and it was a moment for a lot of our members, especially after the performance, of a lot of people coming up to us and being like, oh my God, you guys are so amazing. I love you so much. (laughs) And that was the moment for a lot of us where we were like, oh, I want to continue doing this. Like, I love that feeling of people just being like... I was one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> people okay, so it was, so it was just like a once-off thing for you. It wasn't like an actual group. You kind uh, of just a it, spur of the moment thing? It was, because we had had the dance group previously mm. and that falling apart. Like, Staluna was kind of made out of the ashes of that. So we knew what we were doing going forward. But, yeah, it was just, I don't know, a different experience with that performance. And a lot of the girls in the new, like, Instaluna hadn't performed before at that point. And then I think the previous dance group had only been done one or two performances. So, okay. it, yeah, it felt like the, the pivotal moment of being like, this is what we want to do. Cool. So that would be the highlight in that case. So your first performance would probably be, like, the highlight, the best one for you. Yeah. We'll, we'll get your best, uh, okay. Darcy, and then we'll go back to worst. And we'll figure out where we can compare. I actually have a lot of best. Like, okay. I... I have very few performances that I look back on and be like, I did not enjoy that. Um, and they're all, like, best for different reasons. Okay. Like, Japan Fest was, like, one of our biggest, like, hardest songs that we'd ever done and one of our most energetic sets. And we managed to learn the dance in eight weeks. And that's something we'd never done before. Like, usually dances take us lo- way longer than that to learn. Jesus. And so... The fact that we managed to put it all together and pull it all off, that was huge for us. But then, you know, you've got Madfest 2019 where, you know, we got told we couldn't perform because there was no no spots and oh. we performed outside on the grass and we, we made, <laughs> made it happen. Of it. Yep. We made it happen. We made the best of it. And, you know, like, I don't think there's ever been a performance that I've done where I don't look at it and go, yeah, I'm stoked with what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've just got like all the really good moments swirling around in my head. Yeah. Like like... you sit there and you're like, oh, I've got all these amazing moments and memories. And like you can't pinpoint like a a worst moment. Um, I can pinpoint one and that's basically me falling over my own feet. (laughs) But no one noticed. That's the great thing. Nobody really notices your mistakes in a life. I pointed it out and everyone's like, oh, I didn't even see that. I'm like. Oh, I should I should have said nothing? I just, it's just one yeah. of those things that like you're always harsher on yourself. You're yeah. your yeah, worst yeah, critic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a very noticeable yeah. fall. Yeah. <laughs> like performing for half an hour at the royal show was a big again a big stepping stone for us because we were like, how do we fill that much time with like normally we do like five minute dances? This is yeah. half an hour. What? And we all felt amazing for having achieved that. And then Bokutachi, which was Supernova last year. Yeah. Um. Because we, we had the performing out, like performing dresses, and we, uh, sorry, transforming, transforming dresses, <laughs> um, which we hadn't shown to anyone or revealed at up until we got onto stage. And so we were all sitting there backstage, like, it's going to be amazing when we transform, and you can hear the audience go, like, oh, it's 
gonna it's gonna be great and then we were dancing and we transformed and the audience just erupted to the point everyone kind of lost their place because we were like we were not expecting this that's uh, pretty cute though it's when yeah. you're expecting wow and you get Wah! yeah yeah it was incredible. you're like oh shit um so 2017 is the start of just love life Love live, sorry for <laughs> good you job, good guys. Job. I'll, I'll I'll get there eventually. But what about your origin story when it comes to cosplay, though? Oh Jesus! Because I know that again for Tyler, you mentioned that you'd been doing it for about ten years, but yeah, like, almost ten years. What was your first one, or what was the first convention that really drew you into this culture? Uh so Ycon twenty eleven would have okay. been the start. It was my first con as well, and it had just been me looking on DeviantArt at all these other cosplayers and being like, this is the coolest shit ever. And I... Baby Talia. Yeah, baby Talia wanted to... It was... My first cosplay was a character from Bleach. Um, Which character, though? Was it Riko? uh, Rukia? No, it was Yoruichi. I watch Bleach. I know this person. So Yoruichi, she just wears, like, black tights and a white singlet with, like, the butterfly on it. And there was no sewing involved. The butterfly was completely double-sided, taped on. It was a mess. But that's that's cool. <laughs> true, like on yeah. yeah. But like as a first cosplay though, that's that's pretty instant yep. of just like the easiest fucking thing. Yeah, that's all we went for. I mean, even now sometimes you're like, I just want to do the easiest thing, but that oh, normally still involves sewing time. <laughs> all the time. But then, what was the first cosplay that you sort of made or sort of put together in that case? Uh so after that was a few cosplays of me cutting out fabric and my stepmom being like now do this and I would go and do that and her being like now sew together this and me going and doing that um, so probably the next on the following year would have been Will of the Abyss mm-hmm. from Pandora Hearts I put together and then yeah I slowly started doing more and more of it on my own Is that where your cosplay name comes from? Will of the Cosplay? Will of the Wisp? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 how it started. That's actually Um, really adorable. Like you're memorializing your first real cosplay thing. Yeah, but uh, I tend to go by Talia Fox these days, just because it's easier on the tongue. (laughs) Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What about you then, Darcy? What's your origin story? Okay, my origin story is I attended a Wycon in two thousand and fourteen. Okay, and so saw all the later. Yeah, I, I'm a baby. I've only been doing it five years. Okay, wait, and how old are you? Baby. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm 27. Never ask oh, a lady okay. how old she is. I, I'm sorry. I, I got <laughs> into how it. How close to death are you? I'm How's very close to death. <laughs> <laughs> Can drop dead at any minute, really. <laughs> okay, okay. No, that's not too bad, because I think you're yeah. around the same age, aren't you? 27? Yeah, 25. Yeah. Almost 26. I'm old. Okay, so 2014. 2014, I went to a convention with my partner and saw all the cosplayers and went, I really want to do that. Like, I I can do that. And then the next year at YCon, I was Misty from Pokemon because that's the most basic bitch classic. thing you can do. Everyone uh, and everything classic. came from an op shop and I think it cost me like $12. Yep, yep. That's the way to do it. I think, yeah, I think Misty is like the basic bitch yeah. of any cosplay because everyone knows it and shit. I had red hair, so I had my own <laughs> hair in a ponytail and... From then, I was just like, okay, I really like doing that. Like, I'm going to get more into this. Mm. And then I did Ray from Evangelion. Um, and then I started making my own stuff in about 20... Uh, no, hang on. I did Sailor Jupiter before that. Oh, God. I'm, I'm getting a theme <laughs> here with a lot of your cosplays. Yeah. Uh, it all kind of appends to the name, I guess. <laughs> so, um. but, so why, why redheads? Why specifically a lot of redheads? Um... 
I don't know. I just they they hold a lot of power. Okay, but isn't your natural your natural hair color is not red though, is it? No. Um, my natural hair colour is brown. <laughs> but we don't tell people that. <laughs> my hair is naturally blue, pink and red. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, it just grows like that. It just grows like that. It's fine. Like a true anime character. Um, and then... eyebrows and everything. <laughs> um, and then, like I said before, magical girl cosplay. Yes. Origin um, story. What's that? That was me going, I need a cosplay name. <laughs> oh, no. What do I do? And my friend who was, like took photos at my first photo shoot um, was like, well, you like magical girls, so why not just do magical girl cosplay? And I went, that's fucking smart. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't taken. And I'm like, the fuck kind of missed opportunity is that? Right. So, lucky. That's yeah. so lucky. So I took that and now everyone tags me thinking I'm a fucking share account. <laughs> <laughs> I get people tagging me in their magical girl cosplays and I'm like, no, I'm, that's I'm not what person. this account is for. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so, Tyler, you mentioned something uh, not too long ago about the idea that you did your first um, Love Live thing and Darcy, you were there to watch it and sort of be mm. inspired by this. I mentioned mm. um, one of the big things that I wanted to talk about today was the fact that I mentioned to Talia a while ago about there was a new uh, Love Life group that had yeah. popped up here in WA. And there it's something is. that Palettes has actually been promoting yeah. as well. Yeah, Honey Bear. Honey yeah, Bears. the little babies. Yes. We love them. So... What I wanted to bring up, because mm. Talia didn't have the response that I had when I first met this, and I got really oh, excited. No. I'm not going to call you out, but I got really excited for it. Getting called out. Uh, <laughs> but how common is it for idol groups to sort of pump up, especially here in WA? Is it really common or is it uncommon? I, I think it's kind of... I guess it's common in the sense that they pop up, mm. but uncommon for them to stick around, I think. Okay. Like a lot of, like I can see a lot of determination in Honey Bears and they want to do it and they keep, they've been practicing and they've been recording and they've been doing like everything they could humanly do. They've been and recording? Yeah, like they've been filming like little practices and things right, like that. Right, okay. And, you know, like really building like a social presence and it's fantastic. Because a lot of groups pop up and they have a thing and then they try scout members and it kind of falls through and mm. they, they just give up. Okay. And yeah, you that, would that, have experience. Those were my words. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's really good to see like them sticking to it and like the determination and they're like still going and, you know, they, they, I think they meet up every weekend to practice. Oh, wow. And um, like they don't, like they, they just practice in the city and it's like... Yeah, you're geniuses. You're not wasting any money. Because <laughs> it's like, they're all teenagers. That's the thing. Yeah, I think the oldest babies. member is like 18. Yeah. And some yeah. of them go down to like 13 or something yeah, like this. Like, like yeah. that's shockers. There was like 12 and 13. And I'm like, Damn. oh my God, they're so small. I'm oh, like, I'm like 15 years old than <laughs> some of them. <laughs> like I'm nearly, I'm over twice half their ages. Like, yeah. but yeah, it's just, it's. It's really refreshing to see like them sticking to their guns. Like it's, I can't wait to see what they do. It's very easy to say you want to do songs and dances, and like it is kind yeah. of easy to pick nine people out who say they'll do it. But to actually have people that stick out week after yeah. week mm. and stay around is is a different thing. Definitely. Okay, so uh, I'll ask Darcy first because I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a couple of answers from you, Talia. But mm -hmm. For Darcy, when you first started with your idol group, your palettes, yes. what were some of the challenges that you guys faced just in the early days <laughs> or in the first six months or so? All right. So we had a full nine members. 
And before we even debuted, we had like 12 replacements. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I know it wasn't actually like 12, but I, th- I think it was close to over half of the members that were originally in the group when I joined were not people that we debuted with. Okay, so and you're, since are you then, still like one of the like, had, original members? In that I'm case? one of the debut members. Okay. We have three and one of them has left and come back. So we only have two <laughs> debut members left. <sighs> Um, it's like that. <laughs> it, it do be like that. Like life and commitments do come first. That is unfortunately like, true. That's, yeah, you know, a big thing. Like, but yeah, from from our first performance in April 2018 to now, we have me and one girl that have been there in everything. So me and Rachel are the only two that have been through wow. all of them. Um, and then Re left for a little bit and has come back. So. We have technically three ori- original members. Okay. But, yeah. Because I know that in one of the posts that you guys did recently when you were Sorry. doing your different year groups, yeah, I made a comment on that. And I was like, ha-ha, I can't wait for the graduation photo shoot to take place. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, you've hit your three years. Like, <laughs> There's been graduation photo shoots all throughout it. If you scroll back, like a lot of the, the members have like, Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing this and I'm doing that and like I'm leaving palettes to do this and to pursue that. Yeah, because um, I want to talk to you about one yeah. of your members. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, we can talk about it now if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, your one of your most recent ones, Caden. Caden, they left. He yeah. hasn't actually left. Oh, so Caden has decided to step back from Love Live, mm. um, but is one of our reserve members, which is why right. in the intro I say core members. Mm. Um, so we have technically eleven members. Okay, so we have. So you've got like three backups. I can't count. <laughs> Hang on, nine. Ten. No, we have two backups. Nine, I can't ten, count. 11. Fuck me. Oh, um, <laughs> Hang on. Did I say twelve or eleven? I think I said eleven. I might have to cut that part out. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so Caden and someone else. Caden and reserve. Chris. Chris. So, okay. Um, Chris is a member of XYZ Dance, um, which are another. Um, they do like J-pop sort of stuff. Okay. Um, they are some of the members from Livestar, which was an old um, group, which I believe has disbanded, but to create like XYZ, which is stepping away from like Love Live and things like that. Okay. So yeah. So Chris is a member of that who also wants to do stuff with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did our Timber video. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Vaguely remember that we, one, um, yeah. For April Fool's, we thought it'd be really freaking funny to do Timber um, by Pitbull and Kesha in Mario outfits. So that's a thing that That's exists. something I have to look up because I remember <laughs> Mario outfits. Um, I remember the outfits. Yeah. I don't remember the I was video. Waluigi. I'm going to have to go back and find that now. Yeah. Just don't watch the end. Just don't watch the end. <laughs> now I have to Fuck watch it, the end. Sk- <laughs> I'm going to watch just the end. Just the end yep, to see what it's happens. just my butt. <laughs> Yes, definitely get up towards the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Tala, because again, you sort of struggle to and fro with a couple of your groups. Yeah. So we had um, a group that started in 2016 called Love Muse. And they did two live performances. And then I suppose, I don't want to talk shit about people, uh, ideological differences. <laughs> we fell apart. Right. Um, okay. And a few of the members continued on to create Staluna. We had the same problem with, I think, two or three people that were there when Staluna, like the idea of it was created, weren't there for the first performance. Mm. They had already dropped out. <laughs> it, it's actually really common because yeah. people don't realise the hard work that goes into what we do. Yeah, and mm. like two, three, four weeks of practice, they're like, wow, this is a lot. I yeah. don't want to. 
Or as like the convention starts getting closer and you're like, I have half an outfit, I can't do this. And you're like, well, all right. Well, I guess we'll just make a whole outfit then. Okay. And then from doing just your groups and sort of determination and keeping through it in that case, what are some life lessons that you would say that you've learned or sort of changed from from doing this whole experience? Fuck, what was I going to say? Yeah, because no, you were saying that you... <laughs> You totally fucking threw me over like that. You did uh, two performances and then the group disbanded. Was it like a big thing of everyone choosing to do this or was it just a case of two or three members left and then you're like, ah, fuck it, we'll just move on, I guess? Yeah, it was, I guess, pretty much that. Just like some people had different goals for the group and other people had different goals for the group and the people that had the same goals kind of broke up. Okay. That's essentially what happened. Right. Okay. Um, and then for this new group, or for any other new group that's sort of looking to become a, a new Love Live, uh, whether it be in school or in WA or anything like that, um, what's some advice that you would give them? Communicate. Yeah. That was going to... I can't remember what the question <laughs> was before, but a, a big thing I've learned is communication. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what was the life lessons that you yeah, learned? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How to communicate. Communication. Okay. Communication. So Why is much. that so important? Because you have nine people yes. that you have to try and organise. So many people. Okay. If one person is upset, it doesn't work. It brings everything down. Yeah. It, and if that person is upset and they're not telling anyone that they're upset with something that's happening, everything falls apart. Okay. Because then there's bickering and there's talking behind backs. And, you know, y- you've got nine people trying to do one thing that they all really enjoy. And you don't really want to pull that apart because one person's actions were misconstrued to, and like they they may not have been meant mm. yeah. the way that they've been put across but if you don't communicate like oh like oh i didn't mean to like step on you cuz i i step on Rachel a lot <laughs> uh-huh. she's very small and i'm very big <laughs> <laughs> and so you know you you know you're dancing and you accidentally hit someone you go oh shit i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that i'm like you know, and then, like, if you don't stop and do that, like, she could be like, well, why is she out to get me? Yep. You definitely know, it, it's definitely, like, communicating. As and, like, assumptions get made, and if people don't yeah. say them out loud, then they just get angry and resentful when it was never meant that way. Yeah. Okay. Like, and yeah. it, the, the worst part is, like, if it gets kept that way, and then people start seeing things that weren't meant, like, in any way as... A, a negative thing and it's an attack and things like that and then it mm. just snowballs and becomes like way bigger than anything yeah and yeah it, communicating is the most important thing like if you aren't feeling up to doing something if you're not feeling like you know like if even if you're just having a bad day like you've got a group chat with some pals like let us know like tell tell your friends talk to your friends like if you're not feeling good like that's, talk yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goes for everything in life, really. <laughs> Don't like it, talk. Let it um, out. Which is perfect, because my next question on my sheet here says, <laughs> is real-life anime groups similar to what is it like in the anime, dot, does singing solve all of your problems? Yes. <laughs> I don't know about singing. Definitely <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so... Because we know when we watch these animes, especially anything that's got any big uh, groups or anything like this, we can always see that there are conflicts, that there's fights, there's falling out, and things like that. When it comes to character arc, what do we got to have your character arc, Darcy? I've had my character arc. Oh, I'm the mum. Oh, okay. I I had my character arc in like 
2017. <laughs> I stayed up with um, one of the other girls making all the costumes. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a fun time. <laughs> um, we, ha- we had some of the girls help, but it, it was mostly Neil and I. Yeah, yeah because we, we see, from a third person anyway, we see their journey, yeah, we see yeah. the conflict and stuff like this. But I guess when you're in these sorts of things where you're together as like a passion, you guys are here because mm. you like and sort of love the same sorts yeah, of things. We don't get paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone pay me to do this. Um, it becomes <laughs> like a, like an, almost like a family, I guess yeah. is the easiest yeah. way of saying it. I think. Like, yeah. I would 100% say that I love my children dearly. Yeah. I, I am big mum. Like for the longest time in our group chat, I was Mama Mari Elichi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely one of the babies of the group. Yeah. We have actual mums in our group, so it's like yeah. I can't claim that title. <laughs> See, uh, we don't, and so I'm the closest thing to mum, uh, I guess. Going back again um, in 2017, when mm. you guys first joined up your groups, I'll, I'll go with Talia first because I know that you guys started your that palettes came out after Staluna. Mm. Um, but for Staluna, as like the first. Was that the first big um, love life? Love live. Fuck! <laughs> live. You'll get there. Shit! <laughs> love live. Labber labber. Labber labber. Is that seriously how they pronounce it? Labber labber. Yeah, that's, that's, that's little that's ad break in the oh, I yep. love those ad breaks. That's such an old school anime throwback, that thing. Um, so when you guys were doing your love live group, um, as a, <laughs> shut up. Uh, um, as, as like the first ones in WA sort of doing that, was it, what was going through your heads when you were first creating this? Was a lot of hesitation, a lot of hype? What was uh, your process? I want to say, I'm not really sure if we were the first. Oh. Um, I guess KCDC had done love life groups, even though they're not like a, they're a dance group more than a cosplay group. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had definitely done love live performances before us. Mm. Uh, I think Livestar popped up at the same time that we did. Yeah, I think Livestar were like a performance ahead because I think they did an evolve yeah. just before. I'm gonna quickly pause that thought for a second. Uh-huh. We have always tried to, uh, I mean, it's not really in, in conjunction to other groups, but to outdo ourselves. Like for Happy Party Train, we put lights in our outfits. Um, we wanted to go even bigger and better with that when we did uh, Aqua's time travel set with more lights. Didn't quite work out as well. but okay, they were um, great. And then we wanted to go further with the transforming dresses. Like, we just always want to up our own game. Yeah. Okay, I'm cool. very excited for next year then. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> You're like, shit, I'm leaving. We do have ideas. There are ideas. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. And then for you, Darcy, what was it like sort of being inspired by Talia and her crew and then having to start your own. Knowing full well in my heart, I could never like even aspire to that level of sparkle. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say that's all Ruth and yeah. Rachel. Yeah. I mean, like palettes, like we don't we don't want to steal the still in the sparkle standard by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination. Like we, I think, pride ourselves more on like. Nothing. We're kind of average. <laughs> I just say it's it's so nice to hear that other people are aiming for the stillness yeah. standard. <laughs> I mean, we we definitely tried with our happy party train. We were like, yeah, let's do this. Like, we've got the live ones, we've got the stillness ones to look at. Like, what can we do and make it our own? Mm. Like, for us, that's like a big thing. Like, we we don't want to we don't want people to go, oh yeah, you know, they copied stillness and things like that. Like, not that people would, <laughs> yeah. but. Like, it, it's a big thing that you sit there and you go, oh, I don't really want to be, like, compared. Like, I, mm. I want to be, you know, 
I want to be as inspiring. Mm. And so we've kind of found our own way to do that. Yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely. So, yeah, we're, we're not as, as beautiful and sparkly, but I think we bring our own Very little character. Beautiful and sparkly. We love you. <laughs> we love you. We love you the most. Because <laughs> um, I will say that with palettes in particular, mm. you have much more of a social media presence mm. than I would say. Not to... This is just a general uh, uh, comment. Is because I know that you do a lot of your like in process oh. photos. You've had the big photo we, shoot to yeah. do a lot of your videos as well. Yeah, on we, Instagram and we, stuff. Um, we like having. Um, I personally am a very big. I like having things. So I like having photos to to show like a journey and right, things okay. like that. Like. I made myself a photo book of all the stuff palettes has done up until before COVID. That's adorable. Because I was like, I have to be in lockdown. Can you stop being a mum for (laughs) one second? No, I will always record my children. This is my baby. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Okay, palette, so you like to memorialize a lot of these things yeah. in that case. Well, palette, palettes is a, like a big passion project. Like, you know, we've had many different people's passions input and shape the way that palettes is now. Mm. And um, when we actually started the group, before we debuted and anything like that, we were originally just going to be a video cover group. We weren't going to perform because we were worried that, you know, we didn't want to step on Stalina's toes and take performances and things like that. And, like, they made they made us very aware of that very quickly, that we are very stupid. What? Oh. Um, what? Oh. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, in the sense that, like, we didn't want to not perform with you guys like some of the members were like no you, you, we want you to dance like yeah we yeah. want as many love live groups as yeah we can and, on the stage and now like, that like then I'm, we get to watch performances yeah <laughs> and now that i'm a part of one i i totally see that and i can see why okay. um like we got called dumb <laughs> because okay. at, at, at the time like we were like oh you know you know they're they're doing this and we don't want to be like copying them and we don't want to be taking away from things for them and opportunities so we'll just be a, a group that films and puts on youtube and apparently that's really hard because of copyright laws <laughs> um, music and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah so 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 instagram doesn't have as strict copyright rules and things so we post to facebook and instagram all our videos and stuff that we do nice but we we tried to keep that we're filming everything um and having that to go back to i guess yeah Yeah. um like that original concept but we're just doing live stuff as well yeah nice cool and then, us sane during COVID. yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. you guys pumped out so much stuff yeah. over COVID. Yeah, because yeah. you guys also did that live walk out in Kings Park. Yeah, okay, so that was fun. That was the HBF run for a reason yeah. that we didn't get yeah. to freaking do. That you guys did that last year as well, right? Yeah, we did that the we did the 4K last year. Um, so 2019, we did the 4K, we did it for Beyond Blue. Um, and so we got on the bus at the end of the 4K and we all went, more! <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> and everyone in the group was like, 12K next year, 12K next year, 12K next Jesus. year. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, you know what? If everyone else wants to do it, and they like, we do. And I'm like, shit, <laughs> fuck. I have no way out of this. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we signed up to do the 12K and then COVID hit and we got mm. an email saying that the HBF run's not happening anymore. Yeah. And it was, you know, we've done all this hard work. We've raised, you know, so much money 
um, and we didn't really want it to go to waste. Like we'd done the the radio talk show, we'd done you know heaps of promoting what we were going to be doing, and we were really disheartened. I cried. Yeah. I was like, my heart was just broken because we were doing it for my pop, yeah. and like you know, it just it just really sucked. I was like, nothing is going right. And when the restrictions started easing, everyone's like, let's fucking do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, let's do it anyway. Let's do it. So we d- we mapped around Kings Park how how far and where we would need to go, um, and then the night before. We get told that there's a cyclone coming. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and we went, you know, I just said, you know what? I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Whoever wants to join me can join me. If you don't want to join me, that's fine. Um, so only one of the members didn't come, and that's totally fair. Like, I have nothing against that. But all all eight of us in the rain walking around <laughs> Kings Park. Yeah, we managed ten. fun story We managed 10 Ks. <laughs> mm. We managed 10 Ks before um, it got too bad and we were, like, struggling to drive home. Oh, yeah. God. So, and we raised two grand. So nice. that was that was Congrats. a big, a big, big thing. But, like, you know, things like that just make, you know, it's, it's not just about the dancing. Like, we have a platform that we can use to mm. raise awareness for things and, you know, we can, we can make a change and make differences even if they're as little and insignificant as, like, doing a, a walk. I wouldn't like, call it insignificant. I think you yeah, are right two, in the sense of... is a good effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, every little bit helps at the end of the day. But and the thing is, like, we couldn't do that without the people that support us. Like, 100%. It's the people that support us and the people who follow our journey. Like, n- none of this I could do without them and none of this I would want to do without them. It amazes me how much support there is for our groups. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I sit there and I'm like... Why do you like us? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's such a perfect thing, though, to just yeah. like having to support yeah, yeah. each other because, like, we are so close knit, I guess. And yeah. the yeah. fact that, like, I again, to the love life things, like, you were so scared of like stepping in their turf and like yeah. getting all up in the grill. <laughs> the epic no. dance battles, like, <laughs> only support. Only support. Like, yeah. And that's the thing, like, another thing, like, we were super scared of because of like how. It had, we how we had seen it happen with other groups was like performing the same songs. I was like, mm. oh my god, are they going to hate us if we do Happy Party Train? Like, it's always <laughs> a little bit scary. It's always, <laughs> and, and then we we had an incident where we did the same song at the same thing, and it, it's fine. It was right, absolutely, okay. yeah. it's absolutely fine. Because I knew that with Love Life, because that's just a culture. This is just a subgroup. It's mm. not just based around the anime itself, is it? It 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 is based entirely around the anime itself. Oh, okay, but there is. A whole world outside of the anime. Yeah, because that's yeah. the thing. Because I know there's a whole They've bunch got, of just yeah. idle animes as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of the way was paved with Love Live mm. for it becoming such a huge scale thing. Like you've got K on, you've got um, Cinderella Girls, like Idol Master, things like that. But Love Live really stepped it out into the just your average girl. Being yeah. able to do things. I want to say okay. Vocaloid kind of, I feel like, was a big I start to it. But Vocaloid it wasn't. was a huge yeah. stepping stone, definitely. Mm. But I think As Love consistent, Live, I suppose, yeah. I feel. Love Live definitely paved the way anime-wise, I yeah. think. Yep, for, yep. for what what idol um, animes and cosplay and things like that have become now. Yeah, because Vocaloid only had, like, four, five members? Because it originally started with oh, the Hatsune Miku. so many. Yeah. And then it, like... I don't understand Vocaloid. 
There's Nobody too much understands out there. <laughs> There's like a hundred and something different vocal what? synthesizers. I yeah. That is recently ridiculous. Blackrock Shooter started yeah. from Blackrock. Oh, Black Rock, yeah. Blackrock Shooter is um, Miku like as like the, Goth Girl. Yeah. 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 Well, it it was essentially actually the the song was written by um, Supercell mm. for the anime intro. Right. Oh. So, but it's just a coincidence that the main character, Blackrock Shooter, <laughs> looks like Miku with the twin tails. So, when you see the Blackrock Shooter figurine, there's two varying, like, there's one with one short pigtail and one longer pigtail. Yeah. And that's the Blackrock Shooter. And then there's one with a, like, a long and a really long pigtail, and that's the Miku version. <laughs> so, if it's long and short, it's. The Blackrock Shooter, but if it's yeah. extra long and short, yeah. then it's the Miku yeah. one. So, because Miku Jesus. has a Blackrock Shooter module where she is in the same outfit as Blackrock Shooter, but yeah, it, it it's. Yeah. Your your nerdism is starting to show a little when it comes to I'm this character. I'm just going to show myself out. <laughs> like I'm just going to show myself just out. turned into a vocalite podcast. Like I said, I, I do want to talk to you about that right near the end anyway. Um, but here is a bit of a complicated question. Um, looking online, there's mm. only really one full male idol uh, anime, which is Idolish 7. Wrong. Hip mic. Boo, boo, desu, <laughs> I'm clearly not a part of this fucking thing. Okay? <laughs> so, um, however, I'll, I'll, I'll see myself out, actually. Male uh, groups aren't as prevalent as people. Yeah, yeah what I was going to say is they aren't that popular. But in saying that, in Korea, boy bands are like all the fucking rage, yeah. like with BTS being number one and making it in the West. So what's your feelings or your idea about this, like cultural differences about this idea of like 2D girls versus 3D boys? I wouldn't so much say 2D girls because realistically, like, aquas themselves have a huge following. So the seiyus actually perform as themselves the songs that are in the anime and beyond. Like, so I I feel like comparing the 2D to the 3D is, like, kind of like a mute point, I guess, because they're very vastly different. Okay. But, you know, a lot of the things like Yutano Prince Summer have... And, like, even Idolish, I think, have, like, the Seiyus do live performances. Right. And, like, they, they perform as their characters. And I think it, it's a whole different world because it's come from something else. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. It's weird. It is weird that they have, like, the, the, the live actual people doing yeah. doing the performances as well as the anime See, I, alongside I it. that. I do. I love it. I I think it's more authentic. Definitely, and like you know, you fall in love with your seiyuu, and like you know, they all have slightly different personalities to the anime, but it's cool watching them bring it it to life. Nice and like the diversity and watching everything just and the outfits in the lives. Oh my god, the outfits in the lives. (laughs) That's a big thing for us. It's like you you see the anime, and then you're like, and you see how everything moves, and you see how everything moves. That's my biggest thing is watching how all the like the pieces move like it's one thing to watch it drawn and it's like oh you can make that go there it's fine <laughs> but like watching someone actually have that on their body and the way that it like flounces and all mm. the skirts and the, the yep. sequins and the rhinestones and, and the fabric know, choices the fabric choices yeah i was gonna say the shoes but the shoes don't really change much no they, they wear like dance shoes and have like little booty covers but it's right, fun okay. to see <laughs> but, okay yeah um i think like k-pop is a whole different ball game because these are like people who train relentlessly mm. to be at the top, 
to be at the peak of what they can do and their physical abilities. Like these people, these are people who have trained from when they were young. Mm. Whereas I feel like Japanese idols are a lot more relaxed and a lot more, you know, about the personality of the um, the idol themselves. Yeah, because like, I know that in Japan, a lot of the idol groups are a lot smaller. Like yeah, in yeah. K-pop, they've got mem- members from like five into that that girl one what has got like 17 or generation 20. Generation 17. Is it Generation 17? It's um, something like that. But yeah, there's like that's crazy. 20 yeah. girls in the whole girl's thing. Girls' Generation. That's girls' it. Generation, <laughs> yes. I was like, Generation 17. <laughs> you said 17 and my brain went to 17. It's good. Yeah, Girls' Generation. Yeah, where well, there's yeah. just a shit ton of them. And yet in Japan, like you said, it's very unique. Yeah. Because I know that with um, like... I'm trying to think of that metal group in Japan. Baby metal. Baby metal. Where there's only like three I've seen members. baby metal live. Oh, shit. I've seen I'm them so live. jealous. It was sick. That would have been dope. Yeah, Summer Sonic 2016 in yeah. Japan. But yeah, there's only like three members. Yeah, and they are phenomenal. I can imagine. <laughs> they are phenomenal. But I will say, similar to the Japanese anime, that idea of like once you hit a certain age, you're out. Um, I, I don't know. Like in... I've seen a lot of like the like the underground idol scene I guess can carry older there's an underground idol yeah, scene yeah there's, there's a dirty underbelly of Ooh. idols in Japan I, I wouldn't call it like underground but like it, it's what? the girls that are like us and they just want to do it so like the non-mainstream yeah, stuff. yeah okay okay. so not like you know you've got girls who perform in bars and uh, is that the one where they go like the glow sticks and stuff in the yeah, bars yeah, yeah 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 right. yeah, yeah okay I've seen those things yeah, yeah, yeah. god I love the world of place <laughs> I first saw them in Singapore and was just like, what is happening? This is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. So, th- you know, things like that. Like, it, it, it's a whole new world that you open your eyes to when you start diving past just the anime. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, you watch, like, the lives and the final lives and you see the girls and you're like, oh, my God, I want more. I want more. Mm. And then you start researching other Japanese idol groups and things like that. And, you know, you fall in love with these beautiful girls who just want to sing and want to dance and want to make people happy. And, you know, you you watch their <laughs> stories and you're like, oh, my God, like, holy There's more to idols than saving schools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's so much more. And, you know, I, we, got a, we got a really good glimpse of that with AGS, I think, here mm. and with Amy's seeing how the girls are doing similar to what the Japanese idol scenes are doing, mm. but they're over in Australia. Okay. You know, yeah, with Checky and it's little, like, it's just brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an evolution of what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they've, um, they've gone full circle. We're, yeah. we're just kind of hanging out in our little comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It do be like that. It do really do um, be like Singing's so- hard. <laughs> um, I can't sing for shit. Yeah, me neither. Because <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things I mentioned earlier was like, how often do you would how often do you guys actually do the actual singing for your own songs? Never, never. It, I I sing definitely on stage, but nobody can hear me, <laughs> and that's probably a good. Thing. There's a lot of singing in practice, but oh that's yeah, never gonna make it. <laughs> like happy party train, 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 train. <laughs> Uh, my oh, male friends. Aquarium. Just like yay, yay, yay. It's <laughs> a lot of yays in aquarium. It's a very happy song. And Sorry, go on. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um, Guitar solos. <laughs> my male friends and myself have always half joked about forming an idol group called Swaluna. Hell yeah, uh, do it. How would you guys feel about a all male group sort of entering the Australian scene? Fucking do it. Wall palette. Swallets? 
You're trying to make it work. Because, like, Swaluna works because it's got swole in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We need a Swaluna. Yeah. We've been trying to convince the boyfriends to do it for ages. They're, they're not keen. It's upsetting. So, <laughs> I, we'll I get it done eventually. I feel like, like there are mostly male groups and there are male idol groups and, you know, or, you know, with predominantly male members, like there's a group in Chile who are absolutely phenomenal and I think four or five of their members are males. Right. And, you know, we've, we've had a male in our group mm. and we love him dearly. <laughs> and it, it's more, I think, revisualizing the costumes is like the hardest part. Mm. So oh. as long as you guys are open to like revisualizing things, like it'll be fine. So you wouldn't have to do like a carbon copy and paste. Of you don't like... have to wear skirts, or you could if you, you want can. To. If yeah, you we can. Totally totally you, you cannot gatekeep <laughs> no, no, skirts no. from us. You, you can if you want to, but you <laughs> don't have to. Okay, like, that's that's the thing. Like a lot of I think guys get terrified of doing things like that, even if they love it, because mm. they're like, I have to wear a skirt and a long wig. It's like, nah, man, cut the wig short. Like. Caden was our Dyer, and mm. Dyer is the longest haired character <laughs> in Love Live. It comes down to like her butt, and he just chopped the wig short, and he did Hanamaru as well, and she's got long hair, and he chopped it short. Okay, so like it, it's it's all open to interpretation. We're we're recreating characters we love. Like do it however the heck you want. The do joys it. of making your own costumes. Exactly. Mm. You don't. You're not confined to what you can get on AliExpress or Taobao. It's, <laughs> You can make pants if you want to damn well make pants. Um, a lot I'm, of creative license goes into what we do, <laughs> as you can probably tell. I'm getting that vibe. Because <laughs> um, I know that in the cosplay scene as a whole, there is a lot of like gender bending being done yeah, yeah, of yeah. like yeah, representing yeah. characters as, as the opposite gender. Would you guys ever consider doing like a love life gender bend at some point? Because you were talking about how you would re redo some of the outfits as more of a... Like, I guess male or masculine or sort of... I think personally for me, I probably wouldn't because I don't feel like I suit male characters. Okay. I have done male characters in the past. Like I've done Kato from um, from Vocaloid. I've like, um, I've done Suga from um, Haikyuu. Haikyuu. Um, I, I don't feel like my... I lend very well to them. <laughs> so personally, I don't think I would. But at the same time, like that's not stopping anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Just off the top of my head is like my Hero Academia characters. Mm. Just yeah. having them all gender bent and doing a dance like that to something like a song that would suit would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to. This is the thing that's going to lead to Hudson Miki, and you can just go <laughs> splurge everywhere you want for that. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, as I'm sure you guys are aware, VTubers. Hey, have been making... I have one. <laughs> VTubers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as our VTuber, do you want to explain what a VTuber is in that case? It is a virtual model of either yourself or an anime character oh. that you can use in the Kind of like superimposing itself, like with a video. Yeah. Interesting. I have one that looks like me. <laughs> if you watch the 12-hour stream. I didn't. From... No, I haven't used oh. it yet, but I have one. I made one myself. <laughs> nice. Um, I but can't wait to see it then. A whole bunch of people have been doing it, and I know that in Japan, VTubers are mm. making the rounds themselves. They're becoming very prolific, uh, especially in 2020, as mm. I'm sure you're aware, um, with a lot of them being Japanese-orientated as well as some English-speaking ones sort of mm. making the rounds. But there's this idea that virtual characters are becoming the new popular, the new norm with a lot of things. With that said then, would you ever consider doing a performance or doing some sort of splurge with your group as VTubers? That or as would a be level? fucking hard. 
That I'm going. It, it like I don't, I don't I don't know if it'd be weird so much as it would just be hard. Like okay. the tracking and everything that it takes to do that is ridiculous. Mm. Like, I mean, like it'd be weird watching yourself as that character doing yeah, what I you're mean, doing. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I I quite enjoy <laughs> watching my little animated self do like little funny faces <laughs> and like ooh ah, and you're like, and you like sit me. there and you're like hey, you look dumb, <laughs> and you're like wait, I probably look really dumb. It's fine. <laughs> um, but like the like. The way that I do mine is via a webcam. Yeah. And yeah. that just tracks basically my upper body. Mm. It has minimal tracking on my hands and my movement that way. And like if you get up and walk away, it basically glitches out. Mm, um, my partner okay. has like an avatar that he uses when he does Beat Saber. And very mm-hmm. similar thing. His webcam tracks his body. Um and the second you put, and like it obviously tracks like the um, the VR console, but like the second you put anything down, it's like contorting and like <laughs> hair physics are going everywhere, and it's it's very difficult to to get right. So okay. I feel like unless you have a huge budget and like you've got a full body tracking system and like things like that, it's it's. Not going to be the easiest thing to pull off, but I would love to see someone try. Exactly. <laughs> Surely, stuff I would like pay, that's I would, only going to get easier and cheaper I would in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Because yeah. I know that, because speaking of that, is the fact that iChan was like the original yeah, yeah, YouTuber. Yeah. She started all of this sort of Actually, uh, was going to be my question, like iChan. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was basically the first one that did that. Well, I say, I was, I say iChan was the first one to do it because she was the first one that did this Twitch streaming as the VTuber. Yeah. Um, but Hudson Amiko mm. was the first real digital idol Mm. Um, that did all things, and she blew up during those like late two thousands. Mm. What do you think made that so so effective? What what was it, especially for you, then Darcy? What drew oh, you boy. towards her? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't understand it. I see like uh, Miku's live performances, live in quotes, because. Yeah, which she's is not just really doing live. I've also stuff. been to one of those. Oh, and she packs out stadiums and yeah. all these people. I paid. I paid money. I paid money. It's crazy. <laughs> I paid, Amazing. I paid good crazy. money. Yeah, but what so else happy. did you pay for, Darcy? Like, how much of your soul went away for doing this? Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tattooed on my legs. So. Wow, <laughs> yeah, you literally gave I, up part of your body for I her. I did. I did. I would give up my life. <laughs> See, but what, what drew you towards her? Um, I think it was just like... I think the first thing I had done was played the video games, like played um, Project Diva. And I was like, these songs are really catchy. (laughs) And the girl's kind of cute. Like, look at her goat. Look at her being really cute. And then I was like, wait, there's a whole freaking world of this. And then realizing that, like, whoa, there's shows. Like, they have Mm. actual hologram performances for this. And just the, the ideas and, like, the technology and the forward thinking that came from Krypton to do this. Yeah. And, like, also I think a big part of the fact that she's a lot, if not mostly, actually, no, she's about 99% fan-made. Yeah, because I think all of her voice is computer-generated, isn't no, it? No, it's actually a vocal... Um, so her voice is given to her by, um, like, a voice actress. Right, so she did just and it's the characters. Pitched yeah. to, um, it's pitched to be able to be, like, on a keyboard... These are the notes, mm. and these are the ways that you write the words in, and that's how she sings. That's why it sounds mostly monotone, unless you've got someone who knows what they're doing with pitch shifting. Um, but like, 
you know, it paved the way for, you know, the 103,000 fucking vocaloids <laughs> that came out. And then not just her, like, it was all the other companies that started doing things like this. And yes. it's created yes. a really accessible way for people to make music who can't sing, mm. like myself. <laughs> but I have no musical talent whatsoever. I, knew that it, I know that it took, like, years after that because that's when they started doing their, like, two-park mm. um, yeah. coming back and then the Michael Jackson stuff as well. Yeah. Um, just for you, Talia, very quickly, if you're interested in any of the VTuber stuff, do you watch someone called Pokimane? I love Pokimane. No. She's basically a Twitch... She's kind of like the Twitch queen, I say quotes, because she's like the number one like simp queen for a lot of people for a lot of stuff <laughs> at the moment. Uh, but she was doing a lot of live like face cam stuff when she uh. does her stuff, and then she went into VTubing. And the internet lost their mind. And not always in a great way, however. Well, people yeah. didn't like it? No. Why? Because... Yeah, it was is because I think her whole image, her whole gimmick was her as the person. Oh, and then the VTubing that. stuff is very Japanese, and so she. It's more because VTubing became a little bit popular. Yeah, and people are like, "Oh, she's just jumping on another trend. How dare she?" You know, like but that's how you stay relevant. It was gate. Right? Like it's, it's not even just that. It was gatekeeping. It's yeah. exactly what happens at cons, and it's like you can't wear that. You can't be that character. It's like, stop me. Yeah, right. Try and Fuck stop me. Stop, stop. <laughs> Fucking try and stop me. Like, yeah, it, it, and it, the thing with being on the internet is you get so many people that want to have a say in what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's weird. Let me it's... fucking live. If I want to be a little virtual princess, then fucking try and stop me. Yeah. <laughs> Throw hands. Like. Um, so 2020 is getting pretty close to the end oh, now. Fuck. And Thank hopefully God. in 2021, we can start getting the fuck out of the houses and <laughs> actually be able to do things yeah. without limitations. With that said then, what is the future of our love lives? Where are we going? What's, uh, what's on the board for next year? Uh, hopefully conventions. I mean... This year for Staluna really highlighted how much we revolve around having live performances because <laughs> we've just done nothing. Um, and then we worked, we were working towards Supernova if that was going to happen. Yeah, it was meant to happen yeah. like next week. And mm. so it was meant to happen a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. That's um, true. And even then we they, were They like, were holding out hope. They yeah, really were. It was never going to happen, but no. we hoped. Um, so our plan was to have uh, outfits for then. And then if Supernova doesn't go ahead, we'll just film it anyway. Mm. And those outfits have not happened. Oh. <laughs> Knowing that Supernova's not happening, we're like, eh, next live. <laughs> so uh, whenever we know when the next live It's going to be such a long thing for you to have that essence of, like, getting back to the routine of creating mm. the outfits and doing the rehearsals. Because yep. if, if you guys have been living it for so long, like, it's going to like, we That's even worse. We have that been practicing. <laughs> We have been practicing the past like three or four months, but just... I've seen a sneaky glimpse of what you're doing. I know the songs. <laughs> there's yeah, there's stuff in the works, but with no live performance, it's like ah, uh, we'll get around to organising that. <laughs> okay, fair enough then. And then palettes. No, oh, we. As the good old Katie says, we never stop, never stopping. Yeah, right. Aww. We we um. Yeah, one of one of our leader members as well. Her her thing is she never stops, never stopping. So we all just never stop, never stopping. Okay. Um, so we are filming again at the mid um, November. 
and then filming again in January. And we've got like, we've got about five videos coming out. The fact that you have to count on your fingers. <laughs> yeah. But that's really good. Happening. Yeah. yeah. We, we've been very like wanting to keep going. And, you know, we've got a fair few newer members. We've got two girls who have really only just started with us pre-COVID. Um, mm. One of them post-COVID like three weeks ago. <laughs> like... <laughs> Jesus. So we're we're very much like we we just want to we just want to keep, keep the ball rolling. Mm. Yeah. Once it stops, it's hard to get it started again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. Well, I mean, yeah, we we stopped for lockdown, and it was very much like, what are we doing? Like, what what can we do? Like, and we tried. Like, I learnt a solo dance, and that might come out some at some point, <laughs> I guess. Um, but like a few of our members learnt like things in their own time as well that we're probably going to release. Okay. As well, and film. Nice. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just been a whole lot of planning for when we can do things again. And the second we could start doing things again, we went straight out. Like we've got our Halloween video coming out. We've got our anniversary video. We've got a Christmas video. We've got um, a summer video. We've got Jesus. like we've we've gone like absolutely batshit. So next year is going to be insane. I, <laughs> as an outsider, <laughs> it sounds like. We, we've got the... It sounds like I have problems, or...? No, I was gonna say, just to be a shit-stirrer, like, we've got, like, the little sibling after the main one over here with, like, Stallone vs. Carlos, and yet Stallone's just, like, starting to slow yeah. down while uh, Carlos is catching up. So, uh, I never got the chance to ask you, Talia, because I know that, again, Palace is very social media active and, and always trying to memorialise and, and showcase a lot of things. Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. Stallone's vibe when it comes to, sort of, fan interaction or, like, engagement and, and things like that? They're a lot better at it than us. I... I wouldn't say that. I, I would. would say we're much more in person. Like, mm. as I said, with our performance, having people come up and mm. be like, that was amazing. Drives us so much more than, I don't know, comments and likes on Instagram. Mm. Um, so we did try and do like checkies a few years ago, the pictures, and we had a few people come up and we're like, yeah, they want photos with us. Again, <laughs> feels amazing. Um, as far as Instagram goes, we just don't have someone that runs it. It's kind of everyone just posts when they want to and if people don't feel like it it just doesn't get done <laughs> right okay so there's um, no like single person sort of oversees everything you it's not like the anime where you've got like the director the the, yeah. the manager chan everyone I feel like we both have very different group dynamics yeah <laughs> like the way that things are run are very very vastly different between the two yep. groups we are we kind of i mean people have their own specific roles and like mm-hmm. We have two or three people that kind of post more on Instagram and then someone else that does all the talking with conventions and I do a lot of the sewing and oversee that. So we've kind of spread out the load so that everyone okay. does a little bit. But then sometimes places fall through. <laughs> Life happens, as yeah. we said right yeah. at the start. Yeah, Hell yeah. Life, Life uh, doesn't, for sure. <laughs> okay, and so then the last sort of questions I'm going to ask tonight, as you sort of said, Supernova and all the other conventions didn't really happen. Hopefully, like I said, next year we can go back to our regular routine of having three or four of them throughout Fingers the year. Crossed. Yeah, I know, right? Wait. Cross your toes at this rate, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, what are you most excited for if we do get our first convention within the first quarter Definitely getting on stage. <laughs> I can't wait to perform again. I can't wait to have a goal again. <laughs> I was going to say dancing on stage with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely what we live for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for joining me tonight. Um, before you guys head out, did you want to do your own plugs for your own groups, your own individual cosplays? This is your opportunity. God, I don't even remember what our Instagram is. Yeah, you can find us at Staluna Dance uh, on Instagram. Uh, Get your phone out. Yeah, I'm like, I can't do this. Well, Talia's here. We'll just go with the the main one. We'll deal with Talia. Uh, Talia Fox, uh, who is one of the members from Staluna Dance. And, of course, if you want, you can always catch her on her own independent one. As we said, the Will of the Cosplay. Darcy. Yeah. Um, We can be found at Palettes Idols um, on Instagram. We also have a Twitter that we never use with the same (laughs) handle. Um, If you just so happen to feel like following that... I'm pretty sure we are at Palettes Idols as well on Facebook. Um, not that anyone really uses that anymore either. Um, yeah, right. We do have a YouTube account that we never use, which is the same handle yet again, but we don't post there because copyright. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're most active on Instagram. Can I, can I do my uh, things again? Yes. Now that yes. I have yes. them in front of me. Um, so I'm Talia Fox. You can find me at Talia underscore Fox underscore cosplay. Um, speaking for Staluna Dance, you can find us on Instagram at Staluna underscore dance. And then we also have a Twitch account, which is Staluna underscore. Oh, you do have one of those. I remember that. We did. That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. So if we ever stream again, which we do want to, um, you can find That'd us there as well. That'd be helpful to do it. Yeah. So it's all go. sewing stuff. If you want to watch us sew and make VTuber, fun of each other. Just VTubers <laughs> sewing. Like, that'll be the new thing. The superimposed PNG of a sewing machine and just the VTuber going like this. <laughs> It like so converts awkward. the machine itself as well. It's got like a yeah. face and everything now. <laughs> Alright, well thank you both for joining me tonight. It is greatly appreciated. No and, Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, thank you for the invite. We'll be sure to chat again sometime in the future. Definitely. Fun, Cheers. Fun. Hi, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all future shows, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. And while you're at it, why don't you follow our social media accounts so you know when the next video is going to be live and any behind-the-scenes stuff. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AU. And again, thank you very much for listening, and I can't wait to have you for the next one. Bye. Starlight,